All right, talk about it outdoors. Nick, Alex, live in the studio. Part three of the Illinois Dilemma. Would it be a dilemma or would it be a uh, saga? If you go past two, it's got to be a saga, right? Yeah. Well, I think so. Nick, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good to be here tonight. I'm very, very excited. You know, we went through the last two episodes with, uh, with, with Brandon, Big Mike, you know, really Really came to the accumulation there at the end. He uh, he really gave us a insight into how much that deer probably really meant to him, and I was excited about that. So, how was your day? It was good. Good. How about you? Uh, you know, wrestling those kids. Uh, no, no, kicking around at work. It was a it was a you know probably as uneventful a day as any of them could be. I don't really expect it to be a uh, any more exciting than any other day. So I'm I'm. Really pumped up to be here tonight with you and get into the story of the other side of the hunt in Illinois. Well, we talked about the intro. We talked about the highs and lows. Yeah, and you gave us a little insight into, you know, what you were able to accomplish in the short amount of time because you went on a second trip back, which we haven't got into yet. And Blaine Loggins, is actually, he was on the uh, trip with you guys, and, and Brandon made mention of that when he was talking. And, you know, that's that's the side of the story that we wanted to capture as well. As as high as Brandon's hunt was on the success factor of taking a deer, I want to know on the high side of it about you and Blaine and how good it was for you guys, and that's what I really want to get into. As always, go over to our social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Give us a like, a share, and a follow on that side. We want to re- continue on with the, uh, with the tradition of uh, giving a shout-out to all of our uh, fellow well all of our faithful listeners cuz it's been a it's been a good good run so far and this is going to be episode 6 are we at 6 already yeah this, this will, this will, this will be six. 6 wow man this all right seems like and you yesterday. just said last week you wanted to get 10 in before the first well we keep rocking and rolling like this we may have 12 i don't want to get i don't want to get anybody excited i don't want to get myself excited cuz i'm definitely looking forward to that so um, Nick, I don't want to go into anything else tonight except for right into the uh to the Illinois trip for you guys. And I don't really have a uh let me stop right there and say Watson is not with us tonight. He had a prior commitment that he wasn't able to make, so um unfortunately he's not here. So I'm gonna be doing all the question asking. That's fine. I don't know if I can think of enough stuff to talk about though, Nick. <laughs> yeah, we may this may be a short series. For for question asking yeah, or uh, for question asking with you, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not usually the one on the on the giving end of the question. So, but I do want to roll right into it, and uh, I want to welcome onto the call um, Blaine Loggins. He's he's on on with us. Blaine, can you hear me? I got you. Hey, Blaine, how you doing, man? Good to have you with us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. How y'all doing? Good. Good. So, I, tell me before we go into any kind of hunting. Tell me uh, before we go into any kind of discussion about Illinois. What was it like traveling with two of the oldest friends you got? You know, it was fun. We, uh, I couldn't get, I couldn't ride up with them. Um, I was afraid something would happen at work. So, uh, I actually met them on the interstate and was actually a little bit ahead of them going up there. And, uh, we would kind of call each other on speakerphone and, and talk. And I think at one time I looked down and we'd been on the phone for like an hour. So, I mean, it, most of the trip up there was just kind of, making fun of each other, laughing, joking, 
as usual. Now, had you been on an extended conversation with Nick about planning up to go, or was it kind of a, a last minute thing that you, you know, that you were extended the opportunity to go up there with him? Yeah, Nick had called me about a probably about a month before, and he's like, actually texted me, and he's like, "Hey, look, I want you to go up there with us." And and I was like, "Man, I don't know, you know, with work and everything and the kids, it was like." Let me think about it. And so the more I thought about it, it's like, you know, that'd be cool to go up there. So I got pumped up and, uh, you know, got on hunt stand. I started trying to find places to hunt. And, and by the time we left, I was about as pumped up as I've been in a while. <laughs> well, that's good. I know I know you and anybody out there that knows Blaine, he don't get excited about a lot, but he does get excited about <laughs> hunting. As long as I've known him, you can talk about hunting with him, and he's getting excited for sure. So definitely excited to have you here and kind of give us your your take on the whole uh, on the whole situation at hand because uh, we already know Brandon was successful up there. So, um, Nick, take me through, you know, your preparation and your planning i know you and i started talking about it last year as it went along you know when we were going to be going and we lined the weeks up and it was actually going to work out great we'd be there at the same time so take me through when did you start planning for it oh well like brandon said earlier on the on the previous one we we plan for it every year just with the we know that we're going to get to go back every year he didn't get to go last year but i did and I'm, i'm constantly planning each and every year i may not think about it all summer but when fall rolls around, then it's on my brain or it's on my brain when I leave the following year. So this year I'm already thinking about 2021, getting up there hunting, seeing what we can do for preparation, see if we can get some, you know, we didn't run no trail cameras this past year, but now we're anxious to get up there. And now that the cellular cameras have got so far along that we want to start, we want to start running some more of those and get those in place and hopefully can help us scout since we only do get that one week one hard week to hunt right there during the rut and and bow hunt well some of us only get that one hard week and some of us get a second opportunity as we did learn didn't we blaine that nick got to go back on the <laughs> second sure, trip we sure did i don't have kids so i, I got to, you do have yeah. the luxury of that of being able to go and and, and we're you know we're, but i'm always prepping like you said and, and a big you know or not sponsored or anything like that but a big shout out to hunt stand if you guys use it it's an easy app to use and hunt stand is a game changer when it comes to uh, hunting out of state in my opinion and and blaine made mention of it that he was able to get on there and try to locate some uh locate some areas to hunt in so blaine when you when you got on hunt stand what were you looking for i mean was it pinch points or what what were you kind of you know give us an insight into what you look for on there well yeah i mean i've been up there before it's probably been six or seven years ago me and nick went up there late season one year and i shot a doe um but basically just trying to figure out the grounds and and where the deer was moving and traveling and and nick actually took a screenshot of hunt stand is like you know how about here here this i see i see deer here and and so i kind of looked through and, and 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 circle some spots and send it back to him. We were just back and forth, back and forth about, you know, what do you think about this spot or that spot? Because I, I went up as a guest, so I didn't want to hunt a spot that would knock somebody else out of hunting. So, I, you know, I was trying to like, well, maybe if I get off the beaten path over here where nobody's hunting, then, you know, maybe have, have some luck. So, um, so yeah, just looking at, at the, the how everything laid out. And I've been – through a lot of the property but some of the property i've never i've never been to so just kind of trying to get familiar with everything well and hunt stand gives you that ability to to look at the topography and the way the pinch points and the way those field fingers lay is you know 
anybody who's hunted in the Midwest knows there's going to be deer out there at night feeding or filtering back to the bedding areas. And we've talked about right. that previously that that's, you know, it's a great tool that we're fortunate enough in, in our generation to be able to, you know, get online and look at maps that, you know, probably less than 10 years ago, they didn't have, I, I didn't have it 10 years ago. I didn't have the ability to do that. So definitely a, right. a definitely a, a thing you can feed on. So you guys get together, y'all have planned it out. Y'all are on the way up there. You know, take me, take me into what your first impression was Blaine when you, when you arrived with the weather. <laughs> well, I, I was a little bit concerned because it was hot, but um, you know, we was all pumped up and, and so, you know, we didn't really care if it was 80 degrees. We was going hunting. So, um, like I said, you know, me and Nick had went back and forth about where to hunt. And, and, and he had some spots he's like, that he wanted me to try. So, basically, I mean, we got there, got unloaded. And, and uh, you know, I think we went and put some screwing steps in. And by, by probably 2 o'clock, we was in the woods. So, uh, I mean, we, we kind of hit the ground running. Um, you know, we I was pumped and excited. So, that probably you know, played a little bit into the, the heat factor, so it, it wasn't too bad. Um, but, but we kind of knew that going in on the way up there, that it was going to be hot, and, and we, we was just trying to get and get settled in, and hopefully that cold front that came through Tuesday would get them moving. Yeah, and we've talked about that before, uh, that it doesn't matter if it's 80 degrees or 30 degrees. For us old North Georgia boys getting into the Midwest, into Illinois, you're, you're there. Yeah, and we're taking a week off of work. I mean, we're, we work all – all year, I mean, we may get multiple vacations, but we take off and plan that. And it's that it was a little bit last go. minute for yeah, Blaine, I'm, but we plan that all year, like I told you. You know, I'm looking forward to next year, so I want to do what I can to minimize my time there. You don't have time to you don't have time to get in there and scout and hunt like you want to. It's it's go time. It's it's getting a tree. Yeah, it's getting a tree. There may be a big boy come by. Yeah, and so um, you you guys arrived in camp, got your stands hung. I know the first few days w- was pretty slow for for us while we were there. So, Nick, uh, first first day movements. I mean, did you see any kind of first? You know, you know the first <clears throat> afternoon we got in there, and um, I had to end up going to another spot. That's that's a different story. But I had to end up going to another spot and got on this big creek bottom and just seen a doe that that afternoon, and she was pretty good ways off and didn't really see no sign in there just wasn't really enthused about hunting in there and got back in there the next morning man right at daylight i think i text you guys man here come one chasing right up the creek i thought man here we go it's on i don't care about this weather it's on you know and and um that was it i think we sat there at 11 o'clock that morning and that was all i seen that was right at daylight and i was i actually pulled up i actually ended up pulling out of there and going to another spot just because i didn't see the sign there and like me and you talked about on your hunt get in there and find that sign if you if you got limited time and you don't know where you're going get in there and find that sign that'll that you know that there may be it may be a small buck it may be a big buck until you see him if you ain't got no cameras working like we didn't have hunt that and blaine for you was it pretty much the same story you know pretty slow it was uh the first season i seen a doe um and then the second the second day i think i seen a couple small ones and then i kind of told Mick, let me go over here on the big creek and just and just you know let's look around so we came out of the woods uh monday at, at lunch and we went over to the big creek and walked down the creek and, and i was like let's just try it so uh i hung my climber and hunted that evening didn't see no deer and uh tuesday morning when the after the cold front came through um 
it, it started at daylight for me. You know, um, I think I ended up seeing six bucks that morning, small, smaller bucks, you know, right. chasing. And, uh, and then I think I seen deer on up to about lunchtime that day. Uh, I had a, a really nice buck come out and chase a doe across the cornfield that I was hunting over. Um, course he never stopped he ran all the way through there but that's sort of when the action started for me it was right after the cold snap it seemed like it kind of got a moving and uh and that turned out to be a pretty good spot I, I never of course didn't shoot one but but ended up seeing seeing deer there every time i hunted so the weather shift for you guys was was prominent as far as the movement goes it really when the weather shifted that's when you got you know really to start seeing deer it, it was uh um, after, after Tuesday, I don't think I went in and didn't see deer. Uh, I seen probably seven, eight, nine deers. Every time I went to the woods, I went to the, uh, another spot in the evenings. And I think I seen about seven does that day. Uh, just never, just never had the opportunity to shoot a big buck. You know, that's, I was there, you know, Nick, when Nick asked me to go, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to go. But my, my whole concept of going is I like to go up there and trophy hunt. So Nick kept saying, shoot one of those does, you know, and, and, and I probably should have, and I wish I would have, but, but you know, you, you don't want to shoot a doe if you think a buck's going to come out behind it chasing it. So yeah, I, mean, I, I sort of. Brandon went into that talk that you, you go up there with the mindset. Now, what you consider a trophy or I consider a trophy or anybody else is, is different. You want to definitely shoot something that you'd be proud of, but, you know, it, it, as it goes along, a trophy's in the eye of the beholder, of course, and. You know, if you'd made a decision to shoot a deer that somebody else may not have shot, that would entirely have been up to you, but you just weren't presented with that opportunity while you were there. That's right. You know, I had a an eight-pointer. He he came down and came all the way across the field and came right underneath me. And he just, you know, I was like, should I shoot him, should I not? But, but then again, you know, I wanted to shoot something bigger than anything I'd ever shot. So I think I ended up taking a video of him and, just video. He came right underneath the stand, probably ten yards, but just just wasn't what I was looking for. You know, you you keep thinking, well, tomorrow I'll see a deer. Tomorrow I'll see a deer. You know, and and you're in the Midwest. You know, you're in Southern Illinois, so you never know what's going to walk out or step out. But but the Hort got hungry by the end of the week. It was ready to <laughs> it was ready to shoot. But shout out to Hort Archery. I'm happened. all about them too, Blaine. I'm glad glad to hear <laughs> glad to hear somebody backing me up on the Hoyt game. Definitely definitely a shy <laughs> crowd go. when it comes to Hoyt around here. We're not we're not scared to shoot them when we when we get that thing loaded. So Nick, That's run right. me run me through the um, you you know Tuesday the weather shifted. You're getting into Wednesday now, and I know I'm I know a, I'm back up a little bit. To okay, Monday. okay. I think Monday was uh. Monday was a Monday was a pretty good day for going back to your story, um, but I had shifted to another stand, found some sign a little bit, kind of knew kind of the travel path, um, hunted this spot, moved up previous spot I had found, moved in there, found some sign and was just just couldn't find a tree to get in like we talked about in your thing. I know I keep bringing it up about your about your hunt. There's no trees in Illinois to get in. They're few and far between to get a, a, cl- climber a, climber, a climber, a climber, a climber. And so I'm looking, and, and like I said, it's hot. I'm walking around. It's midday. I've got out. I hadn't seen no deer. I walk all the way down to this bedding area that I that I had knew that the wind was still coming out of the southwest. And like I said, we were still getting that southwest wind. I think some of it was southeast. I said, I'm going to go down on the backside of this bedding area, try to catch a deer in the morning. Good call. Go down there, 
walk up and down through there, no sign, find a tree after probably 30 minutes of looking. Now, this is before daylight? No, 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 no. Oh, this okay. is, this this is was, midday on this Monday. Was, this was Monday Monday at lunch. Okay. Me and you had already talked. Yep, yep. You'd already had the deer down. I'm going down there and make a different move, try to find some signs. So I've moved. This is going to be three times I've moved in basically two days. I, I'm searching. I go down there. Putting boots on the ground yeah, like find we a, talked about. Find a tree, get up in it, clean the limbs off of it, carry my pole saw, carry my stand in there. Clean the limbs off of it. Climb up. Look around. Can't stand it. Can't stand the spot. Climb back down. Put my stand back on my back. Grab my pole saw. I'm going to the truck. I said, no, go back up to the top of this hill. We f- I found some scrapes. I found a bedding area. Go back up there. Find a tree to get in. I had hunted this place two years prior to that and moved out of there just because I didn't want to go in there and blow those deer out. Right. Because it was so thick. Go up there, find a tree, go to work and cut line, cut shooting lanes down, get my stand hung, go back in Tuesday morning, get up there, see a couple of deer, see a glimpse of a buck. That's a pretty good buck. Tall, tall chocolate horn. That day I come out at lunch. This is on Tuesday. Tuesday. That's when the wind picked up. Was it Tuesday afternoon the I think wind so, really yeah. kicked up? Yeah. Yep, yep. I pull that pull that climber out. I know Wednesday it's going to get cold. I'm going to my favorite spot up there. I'm going to sit there. That's where I'm going. No no questions. Don't care that I seen a good buck in there. Tuesday I come out at lunch. I call Blaine. I text Blaine and Brandon both. Hey, I got a lock on at camp. This is when the logging expedition happened. I get my lock on. This is when I get, the land clearing happened. I get my I get my climbing sticks. I get my logging crew, get my pole saw. They didn't know, have no idea what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> I said, let's go hang this stand. This is a, this is going to be a better place to put it. Hang it up there. They go to work. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon alluded to the fact that he worked you, you and him like a, a, a couple of rented mules. Uh, yeah, he, he was sitting up in the stand. Yeah, get that lamb. Hey, Blaine, get that lamb. Can you cut the top of that tree out? And, and me and Brandon standing on the ground like, this guy's working us to death, and this is his spot. So, and, get, and keep in mind, it's it's what, it's 75 we're, we're, degrees? We're sweating, we're, sweating, we're sweating to death. Yes. We, we, you're using that hey, we I, term. I understand. the stand. I hung the stand. So who's you, you, can, you can tell Nick is the boss for a living. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we back out of there. We Man, they're it. they're on you. They yeah. are even you and you and Brandon. I, he sat up here and told us about how hard he worked up there, and I'm learning a little <laughs> bit of story on this one, Blaine. Yes. So we he delegated very well. <laughs> so we we get that we get all that done. You know they're they're complaining about all the cutting. You know, I think there's mention of a getting a logging crew in there. I don't, I don't know. So we get out of there, leave that spot. You don't hunt that evening. No, not Tuesday evening. No, we yeah. done made too much noise. Um, <laughs> Skitters has pulled out. So <laughs> Wednesday, we're we're prepped to go to our spots. The the wind has shifted to a north wind. We're going to get over there where we think these deer are going to be for the rut. I I don't I don't even know if I seen a deer that morning. Right. Maybe a few maybe a few doe off in the distance get back in there wednesday evening i go back to that lock on 
see some deer, see some doe in there, and a small buck grunting. And come back out, and that's the morning, or that's the evening that Brandon had seen that good deer at the place where he hunted. Now, th- at this time, Brandon's not moved to the to the spot that y'all had cleared out yet. No, Brandon is still no. at his spot that he killed a deer in 2018. Right. And that's what I said on, I think it was the first episode, he pulled out of this spot with a climber in an afternoon after seeing a good buck making horn trees and following a doe. And he was just fed up with it. You get tired of sitting in the spot and looking at the same old tree sway by. Yeah. I mean, that gets very – it can get monotonous looking at the same ground over and over and over again. And as slow as it was this year, it can get very monotonous. So, run me through we're, – we're on Wednesday now. We're on Wednesday afternoon coming back to camp. So, y'all – Get another game plan. So, y'all already regaming. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're figuring out, hey, it's, we got two days left. It's time to go. So – Blaine Blaine really made this call. Did did he did he delegate you or did you make the call to go get the snack box? No, Blaine pushed us to hunt in there all day Thursday. Coming up on Thursday. So you run out to the grocery store, Blaine loaded up the box with how I'm out and now we've had there's mixed <laughs> stories now, so I, I'm gonna need you to tell me about how many boxes of, of Debbie pies did you buy? Don't you don't have to brand drop if you don't want to, but I, I've been told that Nick devoured an entire box of fudge rounds family size and one helping. Oh, one helping. Uh, I, I had one of those fudge rounds, okay. I I brought my own, so I only had one of theirs. And so, so I, I did go to the store. We we had decided, like Nick said, we had decided that, or I had decided, I want to hunt all day. You know, I mean, it's Thursday. I had planned on staying until Wednesday or Thursday, and and then it's like, okay, I'm staying on Friday, so so I'm I'm hunting all day. So Nick's like, we gotta have snacks. So <laughs> I, I went to the store and bought, I think, crackers and honey buns and and stuff that we could take in the stand with us because i I was going to hunt all day thursday and friday well brandon said those honey buns were as big as an etzel hubcap so i don't know he said they was he said they was big (laughs) no he said it didn't didn't slow him down a bit he said he had a had a a game card or something he was gonna have to carry the snacks to stand with him i think he was trying to order a casey's pizza up there from the Oh, from the stand, Uber, Uber Eats yeah. in the deer stand. Oh, well, that's so y'all go in. So y'all, y'all got your snack pack. You know, I, I'm all, I'm all about a snack pack. As you can see from previous posts, I like to eat too in the deer stand. That's my favorite time to eat, I think. So you've got in, you know, Thursday morning, Blaine, you're locked in and for an all day sit. Now, once again, we're talking to somebody that's hunted North Georgia with, with you and I, Nick. As Brandon said, an all-day sit is not not something we're very kosher to, is it, Blaine? No, it's not. You know, And I'd actually asked Nick and Brandon both before we left, like, could you sit all day? And, and both of them was like, I don't know. That's a long time. And, 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 and I wasn't sure if I'd make it either, you know. But then as the day got going, you know, you, you'd see it. I think Thursday morning I've seen – Right at daylight, I've seen a seven-pointer come by, and it's like, okay, it's going to be good. And then, you know, does trickle by. And so by 10 o'clock, it's like, okay, you know, anything can happen. So I don't think in North Georgia I could sit all day. But, you know, there again, going back to Southern Illinois, I mean, uh, you're, you're sitting there and you're like, anything can walk out at any time. So 
that that having that confidence, I think, sometimes helps. But for me, it's like, you know, what else am I going to do? Go back to camp? So, so I just stuck it out, you know. Um, and and I'm glad I did because I mean, obviously, Brandon shot his deer two thirty or, or whatever. So, you know, if you if you went to your normal hunting times, okay, we'll get out at ten and get back in at three. I mean, you don't ever know what you're missing. He would have missed that deer coming by at that time. He would have had a, you know, he would have, if he had went in at that time, he potentially could have blown that spot out. That's right. And it definitely goes without saying that when you're in the Midwest and you have an opportunity to sit all day and the weather's right and you, you know, you've got deer moving, you better get your butt in there because it's, it could happen at I, any moment. I will say that I don't think Brandon brought it up, but he's killed three good deer up there in the past, uh, six years i guess uh, basically every year he's been except one and he goes every other year and he's killed all i think all three of his deer have been between two and four in the afternoon really yeah wow yeah well i mean that boasts well for what y'all are trying to do on thursday y'all are getting in there and y'all are gonna you know y'all are expecting to sit all day and and give it you know a hard opportunity which is exactly what we did at that time we had hunted and moved around a bunch all week after monday i killed and then i sat with cody every day after that we hunted the entire day on thursday and just like y'all did y'all are putting yourself in a position so at at that time had you seen a deer that you you know you may want to take or did you have any did you have any you know, take back from it, Nick, that you didn't take a buck or did you have an opportunity to take no, one I, that you didn't? I mean, no, you didn't even have a... I didn't have... A, I, I, I did see the deer that Tuesday morning and, and I'm quite certain that it ended up being the same deer that Brandon killed. And I seen him maybe for two seconds over my left shoulder. Um, other than that, no, I never seen anything worth shooting. I just saw small bucks and I saw that one. It was a decent buck the first morning I was there, first full morning chasing... But after that, no. It was about the same for you, wasn't it, Blaine, up until this point? Or you hadn't had really an opportunity it, other than that one buck. Yeah, just that one buck. Um, and he, he came out. There was a doe out in the middle of the cornfield, and, and I was watching her and, and through my binoculars, and she was probably 200 yards, and it was probably 400 yards across that field. And, and I seen him come out, and I thought, man, this is it. And um, so I got stood up and got ready, and, and he chased the doe all the way down to probably within about 70 yards of me and then she turned and went it went down into the thick stuff on the big creek and and he followed her and so up until that time that was the only buck that i'd seen that's like okay i'm going to shoot this deer if, if, if you know if it if it gives me a shot so you know we at that point in time in the week we was getting pretty you know getting pretty antsy you know we was hunting hard I, that and that's the thing about it you know it, 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 by hunting hard and hunting all day you're putting in the time so i mean you can't be mad at yourself when you leave and say, oh, well, it wasn't a successful trip because, I mean, you couldn't have done anything else. You could have switched spots, but then, you know, you're not guaranteed something at the other spot. So I think that was a thing for me. It's like I didn't, we didn't leave anything on the table. When you hunt hard, daylight the dark, you know, that, that you're, putting, you're putting in your time. Yeah, and, and we've often talked on, you know, here about the measurement of success. So I want to I wanna reflect on that for just a moment when – when you go on a trip like this, you, you said earlier, Nick, you know, we take this time away from our families, away from work, and it's it's cumbersome to think that you're you're going up there and you're you don't want to think that you're gonna come home without a deer. 
But the measurement of success on that trip, is it just about getting a deer? I, I'm, I mean, you guys probably had an amazing time in camp. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that's... We probably laughed harder than we have ever. Any any stories <laughs> stick out in your mind that you that you want to share? Uh, we might have to save those for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> camp, camp stories. Yeah, uh, those may have to be camp stories on a Friday night. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of what, you know, we, we talk about. We go into these these stories of success or failure, and, man, if you're, if you're giving yourself an opportunity to go out of town and hunt, don't, don't just focus on it being about the hunting because if you do, you're going to be a miserable individual. Nine times out of ten, yeah. you're not going to enjoy the trip. And I'm sure blame for you going up and getting away because – I know, I know you, and we don't we don't talk all that much. But I know you're a worker, man. You're grinding seven days a week most of the time. It is, you know, and that that's the thing about it for me is like I don't get to hunt like I I, I like to, you know, be, being self employed and and work just kind of takes over, man, you know, and, and it had taken over me for a while, and then you know, thank goodness for Nick, you know, like three years ago, this is kind of off subject, but three years ago he's like, man, let's go turkey hunt, and I'm like. Yeah, man, let's go, you know, and that's the first time I've got to go do anything in a while, and, man, it was awesome. I think we went that morning, seen eight birds, ended up shooting a bird, and it's like, man, this is this is fun, you know, this is the stuff that I miss doing. So, so for me, the trip wasn't all about, like, you know, Nick, Nick was, kept saying, hey, man, you know, go with us, just go with us. I think you'll have a really good chance at a buck, and, and, and I had as good a chance as anybody, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, when you have three kids and you have – employees and stuff you know it's real easy to get caught up in that and not do the stuff that you enjoy so for me it was like i remember waking up up there monday morning and was having anxiety because it's like holy crap it's monday and i'm not in town and you know everybody's going to be mad because i'm not in town but but at the end of the day it's like you know i work hard you know and you deserve it and so so my measure of success wouldn't be necessarily that i didn't score a buck it's like i went up there and had a good time uh, you know, if you want to get your mind right, you know, sitting sitting in Southern Illinois, looking across the cornfields, probably as good a place as any. So, so yeah, I wouldn't. I don't look back at the trip like, man, that sucked. I didn't get a deer. I mean, it, it would have been nice to have, but you know, I put my posi- myself in a position to where I had the best chance possible. And and at the end of the day, that's you know, that's to me what it's all about is just the the camaraderie and the friendship. You know. Yeah, and it definitely uh, bodes well for. I guess the relationship that that we've all been able to keep intact over the years, you know, we don't all get to to hang out like we once did because we do have responsibilities. But when you get that one That's week right. that we can go away and and spend time together with with our friends, that it's it's definitely a a, a different measuring stick than than what people will ever realize because we take for granted a lot of moments that we don't get to, you know, that when you don't get to experience those moments, you can't understand it. Simple as that. Like you, you said. And, and, you know, and that's, that's the thing about, like, you know, you and Nick and, and all of our group, you know, I, I, I could not see you for six or eight months, and then I run into you, and it's like, you know, nothing's changed, you know. And, and that's that's the, the part about the, our group that I like so much, you know. I mean, I don't get to see everybody as much with the family and all, but, but it's still the same old, same old when we get around one another. <laughs> we, get, we get together just to pick up right where we left off, and that's definitely – definitely can can bode well for the friendships we've all developed over the years and and i'm i'm very thankful for those friendships the more the older i get the more thankful i am for them so um 
anything else that that sticks out in your mind, Blaine? That you know you want to you want to tell us? Um, I know Nick has uh, has made mention already to me that come springtime, you and him's going to be on some thunder chickens. We are. We've. Uh, I think Nick's already found us a little a little honey hole over there. But uh, you want yeah, you, you want to tell me um, where you want you want to let in? <laughs> don't <the break>. well, <laughs> or, Oh, Nick! Gosh, Nick's breaking up over here already. He's already telling, trying to cut my mic off. <laughs> We'll pull uh, we'll pull one of the old blindfolds out and blindfold you and throw you in the car. <laughs> well, I I won't take a gun because Nick says I got a horseshoe, so I won't take a gun. Maybe I can maybe I can bring him some good luck. I'm gonna take that yeah, cherry sit yeah, down next time sure. I go hunting. Well, Blaine, like I said, man, we we definitely appreciate you coming on and talking with us, and you know, giving us giving us a little insight into you know. Like I said, the measurement of success is is different in everybody's eyes, and and you you hit spot on to what I wanted to hear you say that you know the the measurement didn't have to be you getting a deer, and it's it's definitely uh definitely before I go, I do want you to tell me though what was your first thoughts when you walked upon that deer brandy shot? Um, my first thought first thoughts was that he hit the deer really good. You know, he he had told us that you know he just squeezed one off and 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 so when we, we go up the hill we're not sure what to expect we start finding a little bit of blood and then you know we find where the deer had laid down and once the deer stood back up i mean we walked straight to him it was bleeding that bad and we got down there and and uh and he, he had made a really good shot on it. And, and he was a good buck too you know uh um brandon did a really good job on him we we had me and nick had already kind of plotted the that we weren't going to help him drag it out since we had went up there and hung the stand and cut all the limbs and stuff down. So we we was kind of picking at him, trying to trying to get him riled up. But you know, when you when you got a deer like that on the ground, there ain't nobody going to get riled up. No, uh, no, there was no riled uh, up. And and he, I uh, think he was still in shock a little bit because I think he was still nervous about the shot placement and where it was at until we until we started was. seeing that four foot four foot of blood spray. Well, and I think that it, you, as we said before, you know, talking to Brandon. As a bow hunter, if you don't see that deer fall, no, you're, 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 you've got you've got some yeah. you know mixed emotions about it. I know I do every single time, and I'll say it time and time again. When I shoot a deer with a bow, first thought in my head was, "Oh my gosh, did I hit it good? I hope mm-hmm. I hit it good." Mm-hmm. And you get those thoughts going to your head, and it you know it definitely can can play with you until you until you get out there and you get on the trail. So I will say this though that talking about, <clears throat> I think you said in the. One of the episodes, there was 13 of us up in Illinois from, from here. County, yeah. Yeah, from here. And two of us. Now, we know some other people that's killed some deer up there. Yep. But there was three deer. Three deer killed out of 13, right? Yeah, me, Brandon, and... Mark? Mark. Well, Mark was up there um, before. before. So, so, basically, two deer out of 13. Um, And, well, Cody, he killed, he killed six-pointer. Well, okay, so we're back at three deer. Three deer I, out of 13. Everybody says, you go to Illinois, you you kill big deer. <laughs> no, you go to Illinois, the hopes you kill a big deer. That's right. I mean, you may see them. It may be easier to see them because it's not Georgia and it's, it's, it's more open so you can see further, but it don't necessarily mean stick, stick and string. You're going to go up there. Blaine, you still there? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <It's okay>. Star 69. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, going back to what Nick said, I mean, that just shows you, you know, I mean, you, you put yourself in the best position, and, and that's the way I looked at it. You know, I didn't go up there thinking, 
you know, I'm going to go up here and kill a big deer. You know, my thoughts was I'm going to put myself in the in the best position, and and where we were sitting at was the best position. So, I mean, you're not you're not always going to be successful, but you know, I mean, Nick's already been back for the second trip and, and put his time in, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. Well, and and definitely, uh, definitely can can you can carry whatever measure of success you want and you can carry with you an opportunity and that's all we're looking for is an opportunity yeah. end of the day i'm looking that's for right. an opportunity to go to another state where i know i'm gonna see deer i may not see the deer i'm after but i'm putting myself in a position and getting in there with it and going with it so blaine like i said man thanks for your time we appreciate you coming on and talking with us and uh, i i look forward to hopefully maybe getting you in the studio and not on a fall on, on a phone call with us and uh Telling us, telling us a few of them old tales. We might leave, like you said, I, I want to hear some of these camp campfire stories. Oh, sometime. we got some good coon hunting stories, too, we could pop out. Do oh, we do? <laughs> I, I'll say this before I go. Some of the best memories I ever had was coon hunting with you and Blaine and Moose and y'all dragging me around when I was 13, 14 year old as a as a kid. I was sure enough a kid back then, and uh, it's that those are some of the best memories of my life, so um like i said yeah, Blaine, those are good old days yeah they was man and uh we definitely appreciate you taking your time out of your day out of your family family time you know uh and uh you know all the all the best to you man we look forward to to talking to you real soon yeah i appreciate it before i go i just wanted to tell nick and hank and all them guys up there thanks for letting me come you know they they kind of took me in as a guest so uh i just want to send a thanks out to them and uh i appreciate y'all having me on and I look forward to it again. I'll tell you this, though, Blaine. I, I made a mistake before I went up to Illinois last time and didn't thank the wife, so I'll let you go ahead and give that shout-out, yeah. too. I, I, yeah, I, I do need to give a shout-out to that because, <laughs> as, as Alex knows, with three kids, uh, I'm sure she had to wrestle in the bed every night. So, uh, you know, and, and that just goes back to the whole thing that makes it tough to go, you know. So yep. I do appreciate her letting me go, and, and, and I planned on coming back Wednesday. And she's like, no, you're up there, just stay and hunt. So, so I do appreciate that. Yep. All right, Blaine. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, man. Thanks, Thanks for man. coming on, and we'll uh, we'll be talking right. to you soon, brother. All right. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye. That's good. Blaine Loggins. Blaine Loggins. Man, they don't they don't they they come no better than Blaine. Absolutely not. I, I have met. A, I've been very blessed and fortunate enough to meet a lot of people, and and I've known some some people for a very very long time, uh, and you know. You, Blaine, and Brandon, I've known y'all three since y'all y'all took me in when I was a freshman in high school, and that seems like a very long time ago now, looking back at all the memories we've been able to make together, and Blaine's one of those guys at the end of the day, if you need something, by God, Blaine's going to be there come hell or high water. He'll, he'll, right. he'll back you up. You know, He'll come in the middle of the night if you need it pulled out. He, he'd be one of those people to come and get you, and he'd do it for anybody, perfect stranger. If you need Blaine Loggins, you, you go – I never felt him. safer in the woods at night coon hunting. Oh, well, I, did well. I never felt safer when I was with y'all. I mean, I was <laughs> I would go, you know, myself and the guys I hunted with, and I was always a little nervous. And there was never a dull moment when when Blaine was around, and you never had to worry about anybody messing with you. Because, like Brandon said, that's a stout of locks. I see it is. But I, I'll tell you this, Alex, and I, I had a good year up there. I'm bl- I'm glad Brandon got it done. As I always am. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Blaine got to go up. I'm glad we got to spend time with. I'm glad I got to spend time with my dad up there hunting. Um, I'm glad I got to spend time with Hank up there, and you know he's one of the founding fathers up there and got us on. And got to give a big shout out to him. 
and well, those are two of the oldest friends you've got. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you and Blaine, I that that group, you, you Blaine and Brandon, and you know, I made mention of Moose. He's not, you know, we don't see him that much anymore. But you guys, when y'all, that's a core group of y'all hunting together. I mean, you and Brandon have been hunting together for, I'd say, probably close to. 20 years uh, probably oh, yeah. over 20 years oh, now yeah. and blaine as well i mean because yeah. you're 35 i mean like joey said on the previous couple previous uh episodes before we had a uh we used to camp in tents you know now we we have a nice camp built so well, we've come a long ways in that well we've come a long way because we put the time and the effort in to make you know successful careers we work hard and and we work hard for those opportunities to go up north or down to South Georgia hunting with our buddies. I mean, that's a lot of, you know, a lot of it goes into, you know, how hard a worker you are, how hard a worker Blaine is. Brandon works hard, you know, and it's one of those things that we we want to spend our money on that instead yeah. of spending it going to concerts or whatever it that's is. Right. So but I will tell you, you go up there and you go hunting and you enjoy that time with your family and you enjoy that time with your friends. But if you come back and you haven't killed one, it eats at you. More than you know. I, I know the feeling last year. I, I mean, it, I had that feeling last year after Illinois. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fun family trip. You enjoy all the camaraderie. You enjoy making the memories. But you still left something undone. You sit, you sit in bed at night and you wonder it, what would have happened had I hunted here. Or what would have Oh, happened? I do that sitting in the stand up there. I've done that this, thanks, this past Thanksgiving. So, Nick, um, you went on a second trip up there you left uh we touched on it earlier uh i think in episode or, or um phase one we'll call it of, yeah. of y'all's trip we touched on that and you went up and and kind of traveled up by yourself uh your wife was you know gracious enough to talk you into going back <laughs> yeah. and i'll say gracious enough because you you're leaving on a holiday and that's even harder yes so you leave on a holiday you go up and during that time frame, did you uh, did you were you still as excited as you were the first time? Oh, absolutely. I was a little. I think we touched on this also. I, I was a little skeptical about the shotgun hunt because it just had happened the weekend prior to Thanksgiving. Yep. So I was a little worried about that if the deer was going to go nocturnal or hiding. It was also going to be a full moon. But man, I tell you, right out of the gate, I was. I get in there Wednesday. I'm sorry. I get there Wednesday. I get in there Thanksgiving morning on a Thursday. Get in there. It's a little slow that morning. It starts picking up. Uh, we decided to do a Thanksgiving with the landowner, which this was out of the blue. And that's something we hadn't touched on yet. You you guys are well. We did. You you you've hunted this same piece of ground for this is your twelfth year up there. So yes. you're you're very people up there that you're hunting around and you're hunting on their ground. They're not. They're not friends anymore. They're they're more like family. Oh, absolutely, you. yeah. And we get up in there, and we and and Hank decided again. Hey, this year let's let's do a little Thanksgiving with them. So him and his wife come up, and they do a Thanksgiving, and um, I think they had got out around nine or ten, and and I hung in to eleven, just seeing you know trying to hunt as much as possible, right? Short amount of time. Get out at eleven, and I had seen a couple of deer that that morning, and and I was actually. Going back to the first episode, I was hunting in the same place that Brandon killed his deer. Okay. Did I you come, cut that vine out of the way? No, I was I was <laughs> I had to hang a climber because of the southwest okay. wind. I went on the other side of the bedding area. 
So I wasn't hunting the same stand, just the same location. Um, and you and I, I was, I was in hopes. Yeah, I was talking to you and Brandon on the way up there, and I was in hopes that maybe a buck had moved in and took his took his ground over. And 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 I believe the last day I left, I left on Saturday to come home of Thanksgiving weekend. I believe a buck had moved in there, and and we'll try to post some. I'll try to post some pictures of a horn tree i got it's unbelievable horn tree i've ever seen and this was done since you yeah, were up there i, with I got brandon. a previous picture when brandon the brandon killed that deer mm-hmm. i got a horn tree the horn tree i took a picture of it on november 8th i go back on november uh, i don't remember what the what, 27th 28th it's it's horned even more and it's higher the deer had to be standing on its back legs I'd to like horn to, this yeah we need to get that i'd yeah. love to see that yeah, see that posted yeah um so, so anyways, is I, this in this now? You had made mention that you had seen a. Well, that's what I'm coming out of. So, okay. so I come out, and you know, we're going to eat lunch, and Hank had already decided, hey, let's eat lunch with the, with the, landowner, farm owner, whatever you want to call him. Let's eat lunch with them around twelve. We'll get back in the woods. You know, we're on limited time. I leave it. I leave my stand eleven. Come out of my truck, head back. See a pretty good deer, um, coming up a fence row. Small buck, nothing big. It's 11, almost 11.30 by then. Get almost back to camp and probably see one of the top five largest bucks I've ever seen up there in 12 years standing out in the middle of this field. So at that point, I have permission to hunt the backside of that. I get out. I pull up, I pull my truck up, get out, walk down this ditch line trying to cut him off, and Never seen the deer again. Eleven thirty in the afternoon. Eleven thirty, and yeah, I te- midday. Yeah, I text him. Hey, I'm gonna be late to Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. See this deer. I'm talking. I'm. We're talking one fifty, one seventy class. Go. I sit there for an hour on that ditch line. No, no deer ever shows up. Go eat. Come back. Go where the deer was at. I went and got permission to hunt that hunted it that evening hung in the worst tree you could possibly hunt had so many knots on it it was um i couldn't hardly get my climber up it i was so frustrated i was sweating hunted there that evening went back the next morning hunted till 245 this was friday hunted till 245 never seen the deer at this point i have one more day left to hunt basically evening and one more morning before i come home i'm not going to be able to go back i decide Let's go try to get some meat on the ground. So I shift over to another stand that I that I typically hunt that typically has a lot of doe at it. So this is this is a lock on that's hanging there, or this is a client you're still the spot I moved to. Yeah, yeah, it's a lock on. Yeah, so I move over there, probably four four thirty. I think it gets dark up there around five twenty. Yeah, probably four thirty. Uh, I have a mom and a little one come, which I wasn't going to mess with. And then I have a couple of yearlings. And then, man, they just started filtering in on me. I ended up seeing 20 does in that area. That's crazy. One comes in. And I think I arranged it. It was so quick. It was getting later. I think it was around 48. I had the Raven crossbow. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. He done, done yeah. brought up the pinch hitter. Yeah. yeah. I got the pinch hitter. Pull up on her. Have to stop her. Have to give her the famous man. She stops, looks at me. I shoot. Luminoc disappears. I thought, dead shot. She takes off running. I watch her. I'm like, I got her. I got her. I'm like, why is she not going down? Why is she not going down? It's a couple hundred yards. She's still running. She gets 300 yards. She goes into this thicket. 
I get down as soon as I, as soon as I shoot, I get down the other the rest of the does run off. I get down, go over there. No, I can't find the lot of knot. Can't find no blood. I look for two hours looking for blood. Nothing. Now you're in switch grass trying yes, to find yeah, this bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about up to your knees grass. So there should be, if I hit her good, there should be blood sprayed everywhere. Right, right. So I get to looking, get to walking back and forth. I zigzag back and forth, go. And I mean, I'm burning up at this point. I got all my thick clothes on and nothing. The guys come and help me look. So we we kind of back out. Saturday morning, get up. Go sit in the stand. I go to the lock-on that Brandon killed the deer. First time it's been set in since Brandon had killed the deer. And and I'm sitting there replaying what he probably thought in his mind. I'm looking at that vine. I'm looking at that. It's 37 <laughs> yards. I'm looking at that tree. I'm like, man, I, I, need, I, should, I need these guys up here mm-hmm. to cut this. So I see a couple small bugs. I get down before I head home, and I go back over, and I give the, I give the ethical way. Of, I go back over and give that doe another chance and – Still, no bolt, no blood, no deer. So, I come home. You left late coming home too. Yeah, yeah, I got home late. Yeah, and I know it. I know that was a, I guess, a long somber ride back to uh, back to. But as we said before, I got an itch. It can't be scratched. <laughs> you need to put some meat in the freezer. I I need meat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's kind of what you know you said it's gonna keep it in but you've got what now let's go 350 days yeah to play it out in your mind so yes i am planning for next year now well as you should be yeah because imagine if that deer that you saw was a five or a six year old and he makes it to seven year old and you have an opportunity to get back on that same ground and hunt that deer again that deer they they were made it through one shotgun season there's probably a good chance he's gonna make it through another yeah while he was out there in the middle of the day maybe there's a hot doe come through there but it's illinois you never know what's gonna happen yeah i mean you you better be be in the tree and 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 i tell you this year and 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 i'll give Props to Blaine for telling us that. If it, if it had not been for him, I, I don't know that Brandon would have killed that deer. Yeah. Because he really probably talked us into sitting there all day on that Thursday. Yeah, and it gives you, you know, what we've talked about before. It's it's nice when we're up there together because we can kind of bounce ideas off yeah. of each other. You can call and you say, man, I'm not seeing any deer. I'm not, you know – it gives you somebody to bounce. Yeah, I was texting to, you saying, "What kind of what, what was the timber you're hunting, or what, what was the field you're hunting that that deer, that deer was coming through? Was it chasing? You know, we got a group text. We're going back and forth trying to figure out because we want to we want to put ourselves in the best spot. Yep, and and I think that that that's key is putting yourself in the best spot to have an opportunity to kill a deer. And I know you had a great time in camp. I know you had a t- great time up there with you know your friends that you've made um, from the state of Illinois. And like we said before. If if you don't have people that you're friends with in other states, I feel very bad for you because yeah. th- those people up there have. I know when I go out of state, uh, whether it's to Illinois, Iowa, Kentucky, wherever it may be, it's one of those places that once you once you find the people, the hunting's secondary. Oh yeah, I mean, and the, the you can say what you want to about it. 
anybody out there listening, oh, you you you're guaranteed an opportunity. And you ain't guaranteed nothing. The only thing I'm guaranteed about when I go out of state is I'm gonna have some good laughs and I'm gonna have a good time with everybody there. So three out of thirteen people. Yeah. I'll go back to that again. Yeah, that's a uh, that's that's not that's not good odds. No. No, and, and, taking, and we're hunting prime prime ground. Prime ground at, at what would be considered the prime time of the year. Yes. So it you know, hey. I don't take it as a loss. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd like to go back up there and punch that tag. But you think you'll get to go back? Uh I don't know if the wife will let me. <laughs> Take her with you. Make it a weekend trip. Uh I'll probably just cancel this one and get ready to put start running some trail cameras in spring and Are you are you ready to, to serve that bowl? Oh yeah. That bowl's already full. <laughs> bowl of tag soup. Well yep. sprinkle on the memories. Sprinkle on the fun you had, and it'll make it a little easier to chew on. I'm sure this was a this was a great three part series. Yeah, it's been been great. I'm I'm thankful, you know, as I told Blaine and Brandon, I'm thankful for you to be able to give us, you know, a little insight into how, you know what your hunt went with. Um, I'm excited for for Blaine and Brandon both to come back on in the future. I think they both enjoyed it. Uh, I was I was highly surprised at how long it went. I mean, we turned this into into a three part series that. I honestly thought we could get in one episode, and it was just too much. I mean, yeah. you you can't you can't cancel out everything that we were able to you know discuss and talk about, and uh, definitely want to thank thank you guys for for sharing y'all's hunt with us, we guys, father. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for uh, I'm excited for the next episode to drop. I don't know what it's going to be. We haven't really decided yet, but as I've shoot said us those before, questions on sort of butt in. Shoot, shoot us those questions on. We're going to try to get to some of the questions you guys put up on Facebook or Instagram. We're going to try to start answering them. So, Yeah, definitely over. definitely put them on. You know, I keep saying it, and I'm sorry to sound like a broken record, but keep on sharing, keep on, you know, liking it because we're, we're, we're trying to get this thing going. And I'll be honest with you, I, I don't I, – I want it to continue because I like this. I mean, we enjoy the conversation – and I, I tell you, I'm really excited for what the future is going to bring as far as the conversations we're going to have. We've got some people lined up to come on here and talk that I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy. And it's not – I know this this has been a, a continuing topic week in and week out for us to talk about hunting, but it's the time of year we're in. When we get into the next – we get out of the first of the year, we got some people lined up to talk about some predator hunting that – gonna blow you mind mm-hmm. i mean we've got some guys out there i'm not gonna name drop anybody that's you know cody and i've been fortunate enough to meet and hunt with that i want to get on and i want to talk about some coyote hunting and some predator control because we've we've hammered them over the last year i yeah. mean that's been a fun thing yeah and them d-boards gonna be getting them squirrel dogs in the woods we're gonna we need to get well that's definitely something we're gonna have to get get dad on to talk about and that'll probably turn into a three-part series for <laughs> sure fun. we'll get him on and talk about some squirrel hunts and uh hey i, I gotta give a shout out to something else i've Forgot it in the the beginning of the series. Excited this this phase three. Our good buddy Jason Jordan and Jeremy Webb, catfish champions over on the Coosa River bottom bottom feeders. The catfish cartel. They put it on them boys over there. I think this is Jason Webb's second year maybe fishing with those guys yeah. and they went over and they had some whoppers on there didn't they, they? jacked them up <laughs> and and I've, I've already talked to jason about it maybe get him on give us a little 
he he ain't a big talker as you know a lot of people are but i think once we uh i think once we get to talking about it yeah we can get him get him feeling right with it and we can you know understand a little bit more of that because i'll be honest with you i don't know nothing about no catfishing that's that's way beyond me so as always go over to facebook go over to instagram give us a like share and a follow check out all of our other uh social media platforms you can follow us on uh buzzsprout you can find us on the link tree it's got all our links there and and you can find them in one spot um and if you're uh if you're interested in in partnering up uh on an episode with us or uh, a future endeavor definitely reach out to me nick or uh, cody um, as I said, Cody wasn't able to be here with us tonight, but we'll uh, we'll definitely catch him on the next episode, and uh, we look forward to everything everything that's in store. So, uh, from everybody here at Talk About It Outdoors, we want to thank y'all for being a loyal follower and a loyal listener, and uh, we'll catch you on down the road. Have a good one.